Welcome to the Income Streams Community Podcast, the podcast that teaches on capacity building and how to generate streams of income and become financially free. Now, your host, Myra. Episode. My name is Mayowa Nobanjo. I am business savvy and digital business trainer. And also, I am the host and the founder of the Income Streams Community Podcast. Our community podcast is focused on human capacity development, how to generate streams of income, and financial literacy. And for more about us, join our Facebook community group. And to do that, go to www.theincomestreams.com slash join let me spell this www.theincomestreams.com then slash join that is j-o-i-n so we are featuring one of our online master classes we had with one of our guests and in today's class we are going to be learning how to strategically position our business and how we can also grow our business by 200%. So today we have our guest in our midst and his name is Jaiwun Joybet. And Jaiwun Joybet is a business speaker, trainer and consultant, consultant with over 10 years experience. He is the CEO of Codeserve Group Limited. And his area of expertise goes across strategy, business strategy and execution, process creation and skills, business startups and expansion, personal and team productivity, digital transformation, the fusion of work and organization of the fusion. Now, enjoy the masterclass and leave us a feedback. We need a feedback from you. Draw your feedback. Don't forget to drop your feedback as this way will help us to improve our work. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Smile as we are going back to bed tonight. So, uh, viewers online, if you are online, let us know that you are online, drop your comments so that we know that you are online with us. Okay, so right now we are about to commence with the class. And uh, Joy Barry is a business consultant and a trainer. And a, I have, you know, I have included his profile inside the post already, inside the post that I share in the comments. So go through this profile, but along the line, he's going to share with us some of his profile. But right now, let's just commence the class because of the time and the bad network that we are experiencing. So Joy Bart, I how are you doing the class? Let's commence the class, please. All right. Um, good evening, everybody. Um, thank you so much, Mayowa, uh, for having me welcome. On, on, on the show and uh, your class. Uh, amazing work that you were doing. 
Uh, this is a night, this is a night class kind of thing. So, uh, but of course, it's exciting to talk about business um, in in this kind of setting. So, if you are following us um, today or later on, it's a, it's a podcast. Um, we want to focus on business strategy, and I think that is something that's very important for any person as far as you have value. The exchange for currency is something that you need to understand how it works and the dynamics that um, come into play as far as business strategy is concerned. And of course, business strategy is uh, it's a very broad topic that cannot be covered in an hour's time or even a 24 hours class. You can just pick a piece of business strategy and talk about it and anybody who is attentive and who has a product or who has a service to to sell or to promote will always be able to pick out something when an expert talks about uh, a business uh, strategy. And uh, uh, please uh, authorize me to share my screen, please. Okay, okay, okay. And I would like us to go through this I decided to put together 10 elements which I believe that if anybody who is in the business or as a self-employed person, as an entrepreneur, as a business executive, as far as you have a product or a service to exchange money, I believe that these are 10 elements that anybody should consider if you want to build a business strategy that will succeed. And I am not just sharing out of theory. I run my own business. Uh, you can I, share I, I, your I, screen right now. Oh, share your screen. Okay. All right, perfect. I, I run my own company called Costef Group Limited. And uh, I promote myself as, as, as a business trainer, consultant, and I've been speaking for over 10 years today in 12 countries. I've physically traveled and I have spoken in virtual events in over 26 uh, uh, countries and, and some paid, some free, some, some pro bono services and all of that. And I do full-time consulting with corporate institutions and businesses across, uh, across Africa. And so the things I will share are the things that I have used them. I have used them with my clients and I've seen results. We have upgraded them. We are always agile in how we use these things. And I, I would like us to look at these practical steps, which, of course, from there, um, if there are some practical cases, what I mean by cases, I mean if I say something and you feel that this is you, this is your business, this is your career, you can always ask questions, practical things about your business, about yourself at the end of the session. And I would like to answer them in a practical way that you can be able to pick something from what I've shared and depends in, in, in your business. And developing a business strategy for your business or for your career or whatever you're selling means that you are deliberately designing processes and making decisions. So if you are designing a process of how you are going to do something, that is building a business strategy. The most important thing here is what are the components, what are the elements, what are the moving parts that you can use or you need to pay attention to when it comes to developing this business strategy. 
and there is no strategy without decision making. So thinking on its own will never build a good business. But thinking and creating processes and making deliberate decisions, which are always accompanied by deliberate actions, will always give you incredible results in your business. And of course, there are some strategies that will fail. There are some strategies that the environment can, can, can cause them to fail. Like for example, in 2019 December, we are building business strategies for our clients and all of that for 2020. We did not anticipate COVID-19. COVID-19 came and uh, uh, spoiled the whole thing. We had to go back to, to the drawing board of our clients and start redesigning new strategies for our clients and help them to cope and to, to survive in the midst of COVID-19. So, strategy is not something that is super mechanical or um, so unique that you cannot do, but it's, it's all about being deliberate in, in creating a process, designing a process, making uh, deliberate decisions and executing them and being agile uh, in, in the process. And for your strategy, to have impact with visible results in your business, you should be able, you should be deliberate and making decisions about the following key areas. So now I'm about to talk about those 10 elements, very, very important elements that after a careful study of strategy, especially in business, if you are making a deliberate process, creating a process, making a decision, you need to make sure you are comfortable. bring business strategy. Element number one, of course, is product and service. You build a strategy around a product or a service that you're offering. And I'm talking about making sure that if you're designing a strategy, you are conscious that the product or the service that is being designed should be able to live up to the core benefits and give an amazing user experience to anybody who buys it. For example, if um, let's say my laptop, if I'm buying the laptop, I expect the laptop to perform the core benefits. The core benefits could be that it should come on, I should be able to type, I should be able to do Zoom trainings, I should be able to send emails, you should be able to connect to the internet, you should be able to do a good PowerPoint presentation and all of that. These are core benefits of the laptop. So you cannot be building a strategy or talking about building a strategy when the product you are building a strategy around is not performing the core benefit. And that's why every good business person, every good entrepreneur should master the art of product design and product development. It's very important. Because if you build a great strategy around a bad product, you will struggle to sell it. Because the only reason people buy your service for your product is the value the product creates for them. It could be like maybe you're a coach and you're designing courses, you're designing books and ebooks and all of that. Pay attention to the value or to the core benefits of that ebook. If somebody picks up this book and study, will they gain the practical skill that you projected that the book would teach them? And of course, the user experience is what is the experience that somebody will go through using your product? Uh, it could be, uh, uh, like, for example, they talk about when people are building websites or, or, or mobile apps and talk about user interface and user experience, how you quickly use the website and get access to important information and go to the right places quickly without um, difficulties. That is the user experience. If you are running a restaurant and somebody walks into your restaurant um, from the reception, 
how they take uh, their orders to get the food ready and serve the food and, and accompany what, whatever process that is that you uh, restaurant to ensure that you eat the food and enjoy the food could be the experience. So this element is very important in building your strategy uh, for business. Number two is market entry and dominance action. This is a very important um, element to consider in building the strategy. Of course, every good business person and building a strategy are looking at how do we enter this market and how do we dominate this market. So you cannot build a business strategy and you are not taking close attention with your market entry strategy. Let's say you want to go in South Africa, you want to penetrate Nigeria, and, and you are building your strategy in South Africa, you need to pay close attention really. What is the perfect market entry strategy for Nigeria? What are the actions that I can take on a daily basis, on a monthly weekly basis, that will enable me to dominate the market share for a particular market in Nigeria? So when you're building a strategy, look at how do we enter new markets? How do we enter new communities? How do we enter new cities, new uh, towns? And, and, and new communities, whatever, and how do we dominate? What kind of actions can we take to dominate the market that we're penetrating? It's a very important element of consider. Number three, of course, is customer targeting and acquisition. You cannot build, and of course, these elements are not in order, please. So, customer targeting and acquisition is a very important piece. If you are building a strategy, pay attention. What part of the strategy will enable us to make sure that we're targeting the right people by our product? And how do we consistently acquire new customers? Somebody said that before you are designing a marketing strategy, always think of who will buy the product. It's very important. So target marketing is very important in your strategy. Don't build a strategy when you are not really sure who are you building the strategy for? And that's why if you have the wrong target marketing, you will have trouble designing a good customer acquisition model that will enable you to sell the products that you have to sell. So a perfect target market enables you to design a good customer acquisition strategy or action that will help you to funnel customers towards you. And of course, Element number three is how to create customer experience. So if you are building a strategy, you need to look at this experience. This is element number four. How do we make sure that our processes, our actions, our staff, uh, 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 the phone calls, whatever that you do in, in, in your business ecosystem should be structured in a way that you will create a good customer experience? Why is this important? One of the signs of a good stable business or of a good sustainable business is a business that has customers who practice repeat and regular purchase. And when you create a good customer experience that gives people that good sense of purchasing or buying from you, you are, you are, you are helping them to make that decision to always come buy from you anytime they need that sense. It's very good to achieve customers who buy repeat, who buy regularly and repeatable for you. Very important. Imagine you're running a business and you have steady 100 people who buy from you every month for 10,000 Naira 
10,000 francs or $1,000, whatever, and you are so sure that these people will scam, and they say, they say, you know, experience that they go through, maybe how you how you welcome them, how you get their commands, how you accompany them through the buying process, how you um, turn, teach them about how to use their products, how you educate them about their products, how you raise awareness, how you provide after-sales services. All of these things are important to create a good customer experience for the staff and for your customers. And it's very, very important to make sure that if you're building a business strategy, make sure that a very important piece of this strategy is creating a perfect customer experience. Don't assume. Don't guess what. Make sure this part has all the attention that it deserves. Number five is one of my favorites. If you're building a strategy for your business, it's very important to consider distribution and access to your products and services. You will struggle to make money for a product people cannot find. You will struggle to make money with a product you don't have a strategy how you get the product that people have to buy. Like I was talking to a friend one time, I think just a few days back, and there's this entrepreneur that um, um, she designed a product and launched on Facebook, was just excited. And you see it happen a lot. Somebody designed a product, designed a flyer, and they just launched it on Facebook without having a distribution plan. When people start asking, oh, good product, amazing product, how do we get it? Before they start thinking of how to get it, or maybe they're launching a product in their house and the product is still with them. But if you are launching a product, think of a distribution strategy, a distribution model. Where can people access this product? It's very, very important. Don't just be excited about the product and making it public. When you make it public, what next? How do people get to this? So a good part of your business strategy should look at how do we make sure that people easily find our products in their neighborhoods, in their community, or if it's a service, make sure that the product is clearly communicated in a place where somebody can quickly see it. Facebook, it could be WhatsApp, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, website, or pre-classified website. But just make sure that there's quick access, very, very good access. I do sell courses. I do sell a lot of courses and, and e-books to my clients and, and my general followers. And it's, it's not enough for me to just say, oh, I've created this amazing course and all of that. But I need to make sure that this course is, has a clear model how I can distribute this course to people who would like to buy when they see this course. That is why if you are creating a message on Facebook, I always encourage people, have, let your last paragraph have what is called a call to action. And this call to action should always have a clause or a sentence that will tell people where they can get your product that you're talking about. Don't just talk about the product and post about and post the pictures. But let there be a clear process, a clear message, a clear distribution message or access message that somebody can quickly know. This product is good. This is what the product can do. And this is where I can buy this product. And this is how long it will take me to see this product in my house 
or in my office. Element number six, controlling the value chain. Controlling the value chain is a very important concept when you're building uh, a business plan. And this could be immediate or in the long run. The value chain is what are the various activities that or processes that um, you need to go through before you are able to have your final product or a part of your value chain. Let's say, for example, I organize events, a lot of events and a lot of in-house trainings and conferences. Now, sometimes I will have to rent the hall, I will have to rent speakers. If it's a very big event, I will have to rent um, um, more TV screens or projectors if it's a very big event and all of that. Now, those are value chains. Those are chains that make something better. And I can decide. One of my plans is someday to own my own training auditorium where I, I will not rent the hall again. I will not buy equipment. I will not buy, I will not rent cameras. I will not rent projectors and all of that. That's me owning the value chain of organizing corporate events. So when you're designing a strategy, look at what are those things in your process that is making you lose money that you can buy those things. You can own that thing. You can buy the thing or, or create the thing and, and all. That's why you look at big business people or large corporations like um, Apple keep on acquiring new companies uh, 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 like every month. Last time I checked, they had acquired a total of 109 companies. You look at Uber, you look at Facebook, look at Google, they can find new startups to own the important value chains that are very important uh, in their process. For example, Facebook buying WhatsApp, that is buying that value chain of, of, of messaging, you see. So it could be immediate, it could be long-term, but a good business person who plans to be in business for a while need to look at where are, what are those various things that take money away from me that I can buy those things and own it and make it part of my model or, or my business ecosystem and, and, and do that business. Number seven, building a business strategy, this element is important, detecting the gaps between the current needs in the market and the current supply methodology. What does that mean? What if, if you are building a strategy to promote a product, it's good to analyze what are the current needs in the market? How are customers currently meeting these needs? How are customers currently uh, being supplied, uh, getting the supplies for what they would like to buy? It helps you to detect the gaps in the market and it helps you to know how to fill those gaps as a business person. And it makes you to design a targeted strategy to perfectly meet the gap that you have noticed that exists in the market. Don't design a blind strategy. Design strategy with a lot of data and information, knowledge and insight as far as that target market or that sector is concerned. The current needs, the current supplies, what are the gaps and how can you fill the gap as, as a person. Element number eight, of course, is determining the competence and the resources available to create a fair success. What, what do I mean? You, I, I've seen people build a strategy without having the competent people in place to execute that strategy. Don't always forget that part. For example, you can build an amazing marketing strategy and you don't have marketing experts, you don't have sales people that can execute that strategy. Something is wrong somewhere. So, 
when you're building a strategy, determine do you have the competence to execute that strategy? If you have a team, look at your team. Do you have the competence, the competent people in your team to execute that strategy and resources? Some strategies will need resources like money and equipment. Do you have the money to execute the strategy? Do you have the equipment to make the strategy to work? Don't don't be something when you start executing like, oh, we need this person, we need an accountant, we need an engineer, we need a technical person, we need a, a, a graphic designer, we need a, a video editor. Make sure that all of these things are analyzed and sorted out before you start executing the strategy. And of course, do you have the available resources? It could be it could be equipment like laptops, projectors, lighting, cables, whatever that you need. What are the critical resources, equipment, or money you need to make sure that the strategy will be successful? Number eight, make sure you answer the question: How are we going to execute this strategy excellently or directly? As far as the whole strategy is concerned, let's say you are building a complete business strategy, it needs to cover sales strategy, marketing strategy, distribution strategy, customer acquisition, um, 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 environment analysis, all of these things. You need to make sure that you know all the key moving parts of your whole strategy and you make sure that you and your team have this high level of responsibility make sure that you will execute that uh, uh, strategy excellently in all dimensions. There is no room for mediocrity, there's no room for laziness, there's no room for uh, 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 for slacking time. Everybody needs to bring their hands on deck to make sure that the strategy is well executed and the results projected that the strategy will produce is achieved. Number 10, of course, have a plan on how you will measure the result by utilizing key performance indicators. A strategy without measurement of results is a bad strategy. I always ask the question, how will you know your strategy is working? How will you know the strategy was a success? How will you know the strategy was well executed? One of the best ways to do that is always establish key performance indicators around the strategies. It's very important. For example, if, if part of the strategy involves sales, you can say that one of the key performance indicators, key performance indicators is any action or any result that directly influences the overall success of the organization. So let's take sales, for example. You need to do key performance indicators for sales. And it could be that um, in seven days, we are going to... Uh, uh, um, promote our business in two cities um, reaching uh, um, 100,000 people and gaining 10,000 prospects and converting 1,000 of them into um, buying customers. Have all of these um, key performance indicators to know the, that how your strategies are performing and the numbers in place. I always say numbers run a business, grammar does not run a business. Numbers are very important in uh, um, measuring the success of your business and, and your strategy. Pay attention to that. To conclude, and of course, we can take questions. To conclude, a good strategic plan should have incredible impact on the business profitability and the overall growth of the business. If you say that, 
your strategy was impactful, we should see the impact of the strategy in the profit and loss statement of the business. We should be able to see the profitability of the business. And of course, we should be able to see the growth of the business. It could be growth in increase in numbers of customers, increase in sales, increase in new branches, increase in the designing of new products, increase in distribution channels, increase in access to new markets. But by all means, make sure that there is tangible growth as far as that business is concerned. One sign of a thriving business is a growing business. And a growing business, of course, should be a profitable business. And any strategy that is in your head is not a strategy. Well designed, people should brainstorm on it, should brainstorm on it, write it down, create processes, create systems, create step-by-step actions, and even delegate the various moving parts of the strategy to the various members of your team and hold them accountable to live up to that strategy, to that action, to that process and always have feedback, monitor and evaluate the strategy and improve um, where necessary. So strategic action for you, just, just give an example now as I close, strategic action for you could be improving your internal work processes to increase profitability. Yes, for somebody listening to this, maybe it could be just that, maybe how you work within your organization is not very effective. How instructions flow from one staff to another, how responsibility flow, how expectations are committed is not good. That could be you improving the internal work process of your business that can increase profitability why because the efficient uh, um, uh, processes internally affect how you serve clients effectively and on time and that automatically affects profitability or strategy for you could be serving customers needs in a new way that increases your customer market share you can decide and improve the customer experience, the buying experience, the sales experience, uh, of the communication experience that their clients have when they come in contact with their business and, and, and the staff. And that can increase the market share and enable you to make uh, uh, more money and be more profitable. Therefore, always be insightful. Always be agile. Always insightful means always have the right data, the right information, and always be thinking, always be analyzing, always be processing, always making sure that you are not making decisions out of emotions, out of excitement, but you have all the available data, uh, uh, um, information, and technical support you need to make that decision. And of course, strategy should not be stagnant. It should be agile, it should be dynamic, it should always improve on it and make sure that the improved strategy is serving the needs of the customers and of course uh, building a thriving and successful uh, business good so those are the elements i wanted to be uh, so straight to the point not to make it so complex and so difficult to understand because sometimes when you're talking to somebody about business strategy they feel like it's something super complex and super difficult and, and so hard and the strategy but there's something so um, if you know those key things it's very easy um, for, for you to build it and, and, and make it work I, I have seen my, my business do incredible things and those of my clients do incredible things of just building some of these things so practical so simple and enabling them to 
um, to, 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 to push their business um, to succeed. I can take questions now if there are any cases and uh, we can conclude the session. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, JJ. I'm, go- I'm calling JJ tonight. That's all right. Okay. Thank you so much. You make the class so simple and brief. Well, I have questions for you, but before I ask my questions, let me check on let me check the feed whether we have questions from the, the okay the audience. Because sometimes when when we talk of uh, strategies, some of us we we think uh, it's something that we have to go and if possible we have to go and take maybe courses around it because we don't really know what strategy is all about. If some of us is is there any relationship between strategies and goal goal setting? Yes, actually, I always believe that one thing about a good strategy is that you should be able to build periodic goals from, okay. from, from, from a good strategy. Because, um, for example, let's say that an important part of your strategy is uh, uh, you want to build a distribution model to increase access to what you're selling. And you can you can build a model, what you will do for the next three months to make sure that um, your products, people can see your products around the school premises, around churches, around communities, around events, and all of that. You cannot set go, uh, um, periodic goals for, for your sales agents or anybody who is responsible for that, so they are able to track the progress and the impact of that strategy. And of course, as I said, strategies are not stagnant, they are agile. It means that when you set periodic goals, if you see that it's not working, you are able to update the strategy, go back to the drawing board and all of that. That's why I always recommend startups and small businesses should have weekly meetings and focus on assessing their their actions and upgrading their goals. Because when you assess, they're able to see, this is what we did right, this is what we did wrong, and this is how we can improve and face the next week and and be effective. That is good. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, we don't have any feedback from the <clears throat> from the uh, guest. Okay, let me let me ask my question. Okay, uh, I want to ask: At what stage should we consider a strategy poor? At what stage? Sorry. I at what stage should we consider that a strategy or strategies are poor or is poor? Of course, key performance indicators. That's why a strategy without. Um, 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 outcomes, measurable results is not a good strategy because how will you know that you are working or you are failing? You get the point? So it's very important to make sure that for any strategy always have clear key performance indicators that you're able to know, okay, we will know that uh, the distribution strategy is working when anybody can quickly find our products in this supermarket in this mini shop, in this community shop, and all of that. And of course, you are checking, you're always checking your bank balance or, or, your, or, your, or your profit and loss account to see how the numbers are playing there, if the numbers are improving, they're dropping, and, and all of that. And of course, you can go to the stock person and check how, how many stocks are we selling, how many units are we selling every week, daily, every month, and, and all of that. So keep the mass indicators very important in your strategy uh, 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 instruments. Okay, that is what you are saying is that testing and measure to make sure to confirm that the actual result is actually what you said that you want to achieve. Yes. Okay, that that if you are getting the below results, then you need to go back and revisit what you set up, whether uh-huh. you need to add or you need to subtract. 
if I'm right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay, another another one that okay, uh, what uh, I think we have answered it, but I want to ask again: uh, is strategy means the roadmap to success? I think you have answered that earlier on. Yes, because normally, like in simple terms, strategy just means how are we going to do this, right? Then you have that's, that's the basis. Yes, how, how are we going to achieve um, sales of $1 million? Are we going to achieve sales of $10 million? How are we going to make sure that our product is in all supermarkets in Lagos or in Douala? How are we going to make sure that uh, um, um, when a customer calls us, they get their product in two days or three days? You're just make, looking at those important parts that will make your business succeed and you design a process. That's why I said earlier, strategy is a deliberate uh, process design. You design a process, action steps, and you take deliberate actions and decisions to make it work. Awesome. Okay. Before I ask the last question, let me check whether we have any questions from the audience. No question yet. What I want to ask is, is branding have or have any impact on strategy? Yes. When you look at the first point, as I spoke about uh, the products, make sure you design your product well, your core benefits, your core values, and, and, and all of that. So, uh, um, of course, branding is perception. How do people perceive your product, perceive your company, perceive you, the person selling, and, and all of that. And making sure that your product has a good brand actually makes your strategy easy because the acceptability of the product of the business would be much easier. Or maybe you're running an, the, the business is ethical, an ethical company, an ethical institution that respect values and respect the community. People have a strong, good perception about that kind of business. And when you design a product to sell around it, it's easier for people to accept you because they already have a, a certain level of respect and credibility around what you're selling. Awesome. Okay. Okay. I want to, 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 to just do one practical example before we leave. I know time time has already well yeah. spent. I want us okay. to do one practical example. I want us to pick just one business and let's practicalize how we can strategically position the business to become a good tool in the industry. Any business that you can you can pick from. Now let's let's say um let's not go far, right? Okay. Um what do you sell as part of your community? As part of my community, I offer online courses. I sell the let's say digital products. Okay, digital products. I, well, I think there's one major product you're you promoting now. Yes, uh, it was the, the, yeah, how, the book, that, what, how to make passive income online. Good. How to make passive income online. Yeah. Now, one of the key the parts is, is on that the screen book. already. Okay. Good. One of the key parts for that book to be successful is access. Making sure that people can see the book and know that the book exists. Because information or, or, or books that teach people how to do something, people will always like to buy those books if that book is designed to meet their needs. So one of the most important things to do, the first step is, are you sure as the expert that the book is designed that Anybody can read that book and follow the step-by-step process and know how to create passive income, you see? And that's mm-hmm. where the product design, that's where element number one comes in. Element number two, you start thinking, how do I make sure that I, uh, this product is easily accessible to people, let's say to Nigerians? Maybe you mm-hmm. can answer that strategy mm-hmm. part by making sure that, okay, 
I get the book to the right platforms that Nigerians visit a lot. Like for us, I know that Nigerians use a lot of Instagram and, 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 and Twitter and a lot. And you could decide and make sure the book is promoted or there's an Instagram ad on, on Instagram just to get that book when Nigerians can find them and buy them. And you could look at, okay, what is the easiest way that Nigerians would like to pay for this book? Is, is it through a uh, bank transfer, uh, uh, mobile money, whatever method that you know that works? You are just trying to break down the process that is easy for them to see. And, 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 and you start looking at who are the people that will likely buy this kind of book? Maybe people who are already on social media or job seekers or, or, or guys who are, who, who, are, who, are, who are excited about marketing and sales. They would love, love to buy this book. Where are they found? Where can you find them? Maybe you can find them in similar WhatsApp groups, um, similar Facebook groups, or similar LinkedIn groups, and all of that, and you can talk about their book. Or maybe you know that, oh, there's a particular radio show, there's a particular online show that if you get interviewed on the show, people can get to know about the book and they can buy the book. You get the point? So when you're, when, so you're picking these elements and you're looking at how do I fit my business in this element how do I make sure that this element is practical in my business? And you're taking those deliberate actions and making sure that the business works. Okay, I'm looking at the other questions here too. What strategies is applicable for an entity that is struggling to survive amid foreign competitive with low price of similar item? Let me, I don't know whether you get the question right. The question again, please. Okay, let me, let me, let me load the question. I'm, I'm reading through my mobile phone and the, open, the speaker is open. So, okay, let me. Okay. This is the question again. It says the question says, what strategy is applicable for an an entity that is struggling to survive amidst foreign competitive with low price of similar item? Yeah. Yeah, actually. That's a very valid business problem that uh, many SMEs get to face uh, around. And I think that one of the things that I've seen work with some SMEs that I've worked with is their ability to make sure that they provide more value to these customers beyond what the foreign people can, can, can produce. And of course, there's one advantage that startups have over big companies is their closeness um, to the to the client, right? That 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 customer experience, that um, that that support, that one on one contact, where we are able to see, see the producer and the user in in, in one spot is very very important. And one of the best ways also to use is to see how you can add more value to the product um, you're selling, so that you're able to uh, um, give customers beyond what the, the big competitor is also offering them. And, 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 and of course, trying to identify where are these people not found that you can get there. For example, like in Africa, in most African countries, it's very true, it's very easy to see um, that large companies or large multinationals are not in every semi-urban area, in every suburb, in every rural area. And if your products can fit in that area and you can create a distribution model that can take you to that area and distribute fine, take advantage of that, you see. So it's, it's, it's one of the best ways, again, to summarize, one of the best ways to beat multinational companies in your market is to look at the gaps they are not filling 
and design your product, design your distribution model, design your value creation model to fill those gaps for the clients and they will buy from you. Because everybody likes to buy anything that ease their pain, um, increase speed, make them feel better, make them feel more successful. So, thank you so much. Uh, actually, there is no any for that question at the moment. Okay, thank you so much, uh, JJ, for for the class we have had with you tonight. We, we are really excited. Uh, before we will close tonight's class, let me check before we go leave the class tonight whether we have any comments okay. or not. If you have any comments, we are about to end the session any moment from now. If you know you have much question, any anything that you want to ask, frankly, ask now. We are about to end the session. I'm checking the feed. Okay. You as an African, young African, what would you like to encourage the, the, the African that are coming up concerning their how uh, how to uh, elevate their brand? What would you like to see today? I think one thing for us, young Africans, that we need to keep on doing is to continue learning. Business is very big. Business is... Uh, 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 it comes with a lot of challenges and, and difficulties, and it's not something that you can learn overnight and expect to be an expert in. And I believe that being competent in what you do, being competent in, 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 the, in the sector you have chosen to lead as a business person is very important in, in, in business. So I always encourage because sometimes I talk to many young people about business, they'll say, oh, my challenge is capital, my challenge is this or that. But one of the biggest challenge that young people are facing in Africa is the competence to run a business. So consistently building competence and acquiring knowledge and insight will always go a long way to help you build uh, um, a, 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 sustainable, a sustainable business as far as uh, 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 business is, is concerned. Continue growing yourself, continue improving, and continue finding the gaps in your market, in, in your sector, in your segments that you can completely fill and be a leader in, 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 in that sector. And most importantly, collaborate where you can. You look at great companies, they are products of partnerships and collaborations, and great people that came together and created something amazing and dominated uh, um, the market. Awesome. Thank you so much. I think what you have just said is that develop your competence because the more you do, the more you grow. If you continue Absolutely. to build your competence, you uh, at the end, you develop your flair. And when you have your flair, you can do whatever you want to do in your field because people will see you more as more go, a go-to. When you have the flair, yes. when they see the ability that you can do it, they will trust you the yes. most and you will even enjoy the market share. That is what Absolutely. he's trying to say here. So now we are ending the class here. Since we don't have any further questions, JJ, thank you for joining us tonight. I'm, I'm really excited that you honor our invitation and don't take this for granted. On behalf of the income stream community, we say a big thank you for honoring our invitation and for impacting us tonight. Uh, and we hope to see you any other time that we shall meet again. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was an honor. Yeah, Good night, welcome. everybody.
And before I will close the session, I want to quickly talk about this, my book. I, I actually launched the book today. This is the second edition, How to Make Passive Income Online. The book is up for sale. If you go to www.theincomestreams.com slash pbook, you will have access to it. Or you go to seller.co slash pbook, you have access to it. I'm working on giving out free uh, two free chapters and then having the Amazon link by tomorrow. So by tomorrow, you should be able to download the first two chapters. You will be able to download the first two chapters for free. Okay, what I mean is that you will be able to download the first two chapters for free and you can read free and that is what I'm talking about. So thank you. See you next time. Next episode. Bye for Thank you for listening to the episode. And to join our Facebook community group, go to www.theincomestreams.com slash join. That is www.theincomestreams.com slash join. J-O-I-N. And to order my book, or that is How to Make Passive Income Online, go to www.theincomestreams.com slash pbook the income streams.com slash people and to order on amazon go to bit.ly slash people that is to order on amazon go to bit.ly slash people and to read free chapters for free yeah i have free chapters that you can read for free go to www.theincomestreams.com slash free book the income streams dot com slash free pay book. Thank you and to your sources. I am Mayowa Onobanjo. Do more to get more. See you soon.